0: I'm Sarah, and I'll be bringing the word of God to you today. Our passage is Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. Um, we have Bibles at the back. If you don't have one here with you today, I would like to read along. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Good morning everyone. It's great to be with you this morning. I mean that. we've. A very sincere heart. Uh, before I preach today, I um, wonderful reflections in the word this week that um, God's Word is like a, a map, a navigation map that, through which we, we chart our way to eternity. A, and how true? Or uh, God's word is like a star which guides us to the day we'll be in His presence. Uh, another wonderful vision. But it can be also said that every line of Scripture is of more value than any gold mine. And that is true today. Uh, I'm going to preach on one line of Scripture. Uh, and like all of Scripture, this one line is of greater value than all the gold mines in our world combined. Uh, let me lead you in prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the sovereign God. And we praise you that your providence is perfect. And Lord, to know that everything that happens to us is for our good, brings us such joy. And today, Father, keep us from ever judging you by your providence for there are times when in your sovereign will we experience suffering, heartache and brokenness. But may we judge you by your purpose, which always is for our eternal good. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. I met Peter uh, through um, my chaplaincy work at the LGH. Uh, Peter has a degenerative disease that no doubt is going to shorten his life. I visited him many times, uh, but there was one visit that I'll never forget. We met in the uh, cafeteria at the hospital, and after our coffee I was wheeling Philip in his wheelchair uh, onto the lifts, ready to go back up to the ward, and he said these words to me. He said, well, Jason, the doctors have told me there's nothing more they can do for me. I want you for a moment just to put yourself in Peter's position. You are unwell, you are lying in a bed, and before you is a person who holds the knowledge and power to help you. And they look you in the eye and they say, I'm sorry, there's nothing more we can do for you. How would you feel? Grieved? Fearful, drained of hope, despair, anxious, uncertain. And let us not deceive ourselves uh, because one day some of us will be in Peter's position. What are we to do when we find ourselves... Beyond the help of doctors or medicine. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, says the Lord Jesus Christ. So in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, the Lord Jesus counters the limitations of our human doctors with a most compelling invitation. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Friends, the Lord Jesus Christ is the doctor of your soul. And the limitations of our human doctors, and praise God for them, and indeed the world of medicine does not apply to him whereas your earthly doctor may have nothing more to offer and to help you, the doctor of your soul offers you a promised rest. He who is kinder, more patient, more merciful, more gracious, more generous, more powerful than anyone else ever, promises that all who come to him, he will give them rest, soul rest. It's rest from worry, rest from anxiety, rest from fear, rest from guilt, rest from shame, rest from uncertainty rest from despair and rest from that endless search for meaning, acceptance and being loved. Mm -hmm. Friends, when by faith you come to the Lord Jesus, he promises to give rest for your soul and he will do for you more than you could ever imagine. Your worries and anxieties... You can cast them upon him because he cares for you. Your fears, his perfect love will drive out your fears. Your shame, he will cover it. Your guilt, he will carry it for you. Your longing for meaning, he makes your life meaningful. Your longing for acceptance, His acceptance will fill the void of your soul, your longing to be loved. He will pour his love into your heart and you will be satisfied. If this morning you are suffering a broken heart, a broken mind, a broken body, or a broken soul, then hear Christ's invitation. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Friends, Christ's invitation has no strings attached. Right? He doesn't say, come to me if you're good enough. None of us are. He doesn't say, come to me if you're morally upright. Who of us here this morning can claim moral purity? He doesn't say, come to me if you have something to offer me. Because quite frankly, what could we offer Jesus that he doesn't already own? The invitation is simply, come to the Lord Jesus and he promises to give rest for your soul. Friends, some hear Christ's invitation, but do not believe he can do what he promises. This might be you. Others hear Christ's invitation but are afraid if they come to Jesus, he won't receive them. Is this you? While others hear Christ's invitation but they really doubt that Jesus understands their needs. Unbelief, fear and doubt will always keep us from accepting Christ's invitation. If this morning you do not believe that the Lord Jesus can do what he says, what he's promised, then please consider what he did when he lived upon this world. Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John are the four accounts we have of Christ's life, death and resurrection. And they tell us that Christ did what no one else ever have been, has been able to do. For example, Jesus was invited to a wedding at Canaan. He turns water into wine. When he's caught in a raging storm in the middle of Lake Galilee, he calmed the storm with his words. When confronted with a man who was possessed by so many demons, he delivered them from them all. Two blind men cried out to Jesus when they heard him passing by. Jesus touches their eyes and they see When a father came to Jesus, asking him to heal his daughter, he raises her from the dead. The point is this. Jesus possesses the authority to give to you what he promises. In fact, he not only possesses the authority over evil, nature, sickness and death, but we are told that the power... And the authority of the entire universe is mediated through him. Do you remember when the resurrected Lord Jesus was about to ascend to heaven? And he says to his disciples, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. At this moment, friends, right now, the risen and ascended Lord Jesus Christ is at the right hand of a father in heaven. And the entire power of a whole universe is mediated through him. Oh no, the Lord Jesus is more than qualified to give you the promised rest that he tells he will give to you. If this morning you are afraid that Jesus will not receive you. Right? You are concerned that he's just not going to accept you. Please, this morning, consider the testimony of those who came to Jesus while he lived upon this world. There is not one example in the scriptures where Jesus ever turns away anyone who comes to him for help. Not one. Prostitutes came to Jesus He didn't turn them away. He loved them, forgave their sin and restored their lives. Social outcasts came to Jesus. He never turned them away. He ate with them. And again, he transformed their lives in power and mercy and love. Personally, I think the greatest example... The most profound example of Christ's willingness to receive anyone who comes to him is found in the Gospel of Mark. There is this woman, a Gentile woman, a foreigner, whose daughter was possessed by a demon. She has no way of saving her daughter. In desperation and in faith, she comes to Jesus. But being a foreigner, right, meant that Jesus culturally could have easily turned her away and nobody would have raised an objection, right? But he doesn't turn her away. He never turns away anyone who comes to him. He healed her daughter. And by the way, this is just an aside. But he's been hearing the prayers of countless desperate parents like myself for their children ever since. Friends, what was true of the Lord Jesus in the first century is true of him today. He never changes. He is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. The Lord Jesus is always willing to give. The problem is we're not willing to ask. If, on the other hand, You doubt that Jesus really understands your needs? If that's you this morning, you have to consider what it meant for Christ to take on human flesh. See, the Lord Jesus is both God and man. He is the Son of God and he is the Son of Man. And the New Testament tells us that the Lord Jesus Christ can sympathise with our weaknesses. The reason being, he was made to be like flesh. But more than this, he was tempted in every way. His life bears witness to this repeatedly. For example, are you suffering the anxiety of an impending death? Jesus was so troubled before his death, he's sweating drops of blood. Are you experiencing the pain of betrayal? he was betrayed by one of his closest friends to death with a kiss. Are you suffering severe physical pain? Jesus was whipped, beaten and suffered crucifixion without pain relief. Are you burdened by the sorrow of being rejected by your loved ones? Jesus not only suffered the rejection of his closest friends but the entire world. Are you suffering the humiliation and loss of autonomy that comes through sickness or disability? Jesus suffered the humiliation of being mocked, stripped naked, carrying his own cross and publicly executed. He knows what it means to lose autonomy, to be humiliated. The point is this. There are many qualified people in this world who can understand something of your pain and suffering. But there's no one more qualified than the Lord Jesus Christ. And why is this significant? Because you can approach his throne of grace with confidence. He knows what you're going through through personal experience. And why is that significant? Precisely because he knows what you're going through, he knows the rest you need. He knows the rest you need. He knows what you need in your time of brokenness and suffering. Friends, the Lord Jesus Christ can give you his promised rest. Why? He holds the power of the entire universe. He will never turn away those who come to seek him. And he, more than anyone else, Knows what you're going through. Oh, wow. Sorry. <clears throat> if today you are suffering a life-limiting illness, or you are uncertain that you will survive your present illness, then come to the Lord Jesus Christ and receive the rest he promises you. When the fear of death wells up within you, Christ will comfort your soul with his rest because his abiding presence will dissipate your fears. When anxieties overcome you, he will comfort you. He will comfort your soul with rest because his promised peace will guard your heart. When you feel the loss of control over your body, his rest will comfort your soul Because he's in control and he will raise you up to new life. And when you sink into that sea of despair, he will comfort your soul with his rest. Because the day will come when he'll lift you up and put your feet on that solid rock in resurrection life. My sisters and brothers this morning, remember that... The greater disease of your life is not physical. That's not the greater disease. The greatest disease of your life and my life is spiritual. And while there may be no cure to your physical disease, there is a cure to your spiritual one. Jesus Christ is the doctor of your soul who promises to heal the souls of all who by faith come to him. My encouragement to you, if this is you today, come to Jesus daily and keep coming to him. You'll never get to the end of his generosity. No one is more qualified to give you the rest in your anxieties, your pain, your guilt, your shame or your sufferings. If today you aren't threatened by death as much as... at least as you know, but you're mourning and grieving the loss of your loved ones or your loved ones who are going through a life-limiting illness, then please hear the word of the Lord today. Come to Christ and receive the rest he has promised you. Incredibly, God knows what it means to suffer grief. He knows what it means to suffer loss and to feel the pain of death itself. He understands what you're going through and he will help you in your time of need. Your rest is not found in your memorials. Now, they are not unimportant, don't hear me wrong. It's not found in your busyness or your distractions. It's not found in your causes or fights for justice. Your rest is not found in your friends your children or your church. And again, they're not unimportant. Your rest, your soul rest, is found in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God and the Son of Man. And the Lord knows your soul needs rest. Rest from fear, rest from worry, grief, anxiety, guilt, shame, anger and hurt. In Jesus, my friends, is the peace and the love and the forgiveness and the truth and the life and the joy that gives rest to your soul. Come to me, Jesus says, and I will give you rest. It's rest for today, right now, and for eternity. I just want to finish with a very brief reflection. Hardly a day goes by in my life where I do not come to Jesus, resting my faith in him, seeking his promised rest. I rest in Christ daily to be my righteousness, my redemption, my wisdom, my strength and my holiness. I just want to bear testimony to you this morning that today in Christ I experience the deepest of comfort I I experience a hope that that even death doesn't, doesn't cover my guilt which is great is carried away my shame has been covered over And truly, I bear testimony today that in Christ, my fears are driven away by his perfect love. Nothing nothing compares to the joy I have in Christ. And I need to say, this is only on account of his abundant mercy, his infinite goodness, his immeasurable love, his abounding grace, on a wretched and broken sinner like me. Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Let me lead you in prayer. Ah, oh, Heavenly Father, what words can we really speak in this moment? How wonderful is your infinite goodness, your immeasurable love, your abounding mercy. How much joy do we find in the safety of your son? Oh, we praise you for your perfection, your righteousness, your glory, and that you would look upon us today and speak to us, inviting us to come to Christ that we may know rest for our souls. All praise to you, our Lord. Father, in your mercy, fill us with your Spirit, that daily by faith we may come to you, may come to Christ through your Spirit, resting in him, that, Lord Jesus, would you give to us your promised rest, in our brokenness, in our anxieties, in our pain, in our shame, in our guilt, in our suffering. Fill us with your promised soul rest that we will be for your glory. Father, please in your mercy in each one of us today, deepen our faith in your Son, deepen our holiness of life and deepen our repentance unto you that we will be for your glory.